0: Ocean
1: FM. Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Lachie Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samson and Daikin air-to-water heat pumps, and all your renewable needs. And sponsors of the Donegal GAA podcast. Up Donegal, we have done it. it was just fabulous to see I up picking her up. The thing about the club is you don't choose your club. Um, it's, it's like family. You want to get back out on the field. It's just, uh, it's, it's in your blood, I suppose. And you just want to get out there now and get the games going again.
2: Brian Murray, thank you. Let me shake hands with you. You come in here
3: hobbling. How are you feeling now? Oh, I'm all right.
0: I'm all right. I tell you nothing. One a couple of pints won't do. I'll tell you. You know. He gets a foot behind it. He launches it in. It's over the bar. The wee man from Tipperary.
4: Yes, the Donegal GAA podcast with Ocean FM. Paddy McGill here, coming from St. Chernox Park in Clonus, where it finished Monaghan one goal and 20 points. Donegal 15 points in round three of the Alliance National Football League. On this Sunday edition, we hear from former Derry player Conlith Gilligan, former Monaghan star Desi Moan, and at the end of the show, we hear from Nivora's Oni McGarvey, who was on commentary duty today for Radio Nagilta. Before all that, though, spoiled, join me on commentary today for Ocean FM. Let's briefly look back at the action. Mona now can pick up what they call the dirty ball. Here's Gary Mohan, the big man, just moving now into the Johnny Gall. 35, 30-meter 30 line. This looks really promising. Stephen McManamon just falls on his backside. There's a the half-a-goal the chance here for Monaghan. Oh, that's brilliant work there from Sean Patton. Oh, and eventually the ball is fisted wide, but it opened up there like the Red Sea. It was Michael Bannigan coming through initially. Was it Jack McCarn that he that he sought out and? <laughs> He went for goal and it was palmed down by Sean Patton. He actually done really well and eventually a late
2: fist came in but yeah, one and just danced through the dunny goal. I would have thought maybe Vanigan would have been the, the, the man to have a shot there. I don't think he needed to make that extra pass. He was running in on the goals but I have to say Super work by Killing uh Killen Ward just to make sure it throws his body in front of it. Michael Langan, two to his name so far,
4: this a chance to claw us back level once again, it's going to drop short but just palming that one away, Rory Beggin falls to Darro Boyle. Darro will kicks this one high, straight between the post, Subidore's, Subidore man's first score, he works as an SNA and a school in Donegal, he slots that one over and just like that, all square, here in Duffy the Monaghan, captain, ball played in, side Monaghan screaming for a free, that's better tackling though from Donegal and they've overturned it once again, that's the third time in a row that Donegal have dispossessed their opponents in the dangerous era, er, area. Brilliant work from Hugh McFadden, collecting the long pass from Sean Patton, here's Michael Langan, goal chance here for Jimmy Brennan, Brennan, what's a crossbar, oh an agonising there for Donegal and... Oh, that's heartbreaking there for Jimmy Brennan. It was a brilliant move involving four Donegal players. Sean Patton to Hugh McFadden to Michael Langan. Inside to Jimmy Brennan. Brennan bore down and goal. Such a swift attack. It came off the crossbar. He had beaten Rory Beggan and let off for Monaghan. Monaghan have a chance here to take the lead from Stephen O'Hanlon. I thought that one went to the right and wide, but it doesn't matter. The umpire puts up the flag. No Mooney jots it into his little notebook and three points in quick succession Monaghan lead 12 Monaghan 12 Donegal
2: 11 Yeah and Monaghan had every player in the Donegal half including Rory Began good score from Michael Hanlon but again I thought it was just maybe on the edge of being over the post but I think he was always going to get it after the last one O'Connell drives that one in long Monaghan can certainly kill it off
4: here With another score Conor McManus is waiting out the far side Eventually falls to McManus He's trying to dig on his man The ball is fed through to Sean Jones here A goal chance for Monaghan Game set and match Monaghan are going to be picking up The two Allianz National Football League Points a really really well worked goal the green flag goes up Donegal we're at sixes and sevens Monaghan 118 Donegal 14 points
2: yeah Donegal trying to attack uh, left a wee bit of an opening for, for Monaghan at the back they probably had a couple of opportunities to kick the point but the experience of Conor McManus just put in Sean Jones and he slipped it nice and neatly under uh, Sean Patton who had no hope for it but uh, I think that's it done and dusted now Paddy and, uh, unless Donegal can get two quick fire goals I think we'll have to hope that uh, we, we can improve against Galway. That is yep. the full time whistle. Monaghan one goal
4: and 20 points. Donegal 15 points an 8 point win for Monaghan turned out a bit of a hammering in
2: the end it was close in that first half but your thoughts overall Manus? yeah I think you know I suppose our expectations coming to the game was it was going to be a hard hard fought opportunity for us anyway Monan in the second half were a completely different unit than they were the first they played the game at great pace took their scores when they needed to take them and uh, you know Jack McCarn, um Conor McCarthy and especially Stephen O'Hanlon in the second half uh, and then Sean Jones sprung from the bench and he gets I think he finished up with 1-2 um, so yeah definitely Mone and bench was stronger a, a, at the heel of the hunt and Donegal will have to go back to the drawing board but in saying that the performance of um, you know Mark Kern, the corner back probably Donegal's best player for the day Good to see Owen Bann back, at, 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 you know, within the Donegal defence. We struggled probably a wee bit uh, at times when we got up front, but when Austin Gallen got on the ball, he, he was very, very bright. Hugh McFadden had a good hour. Um, Jimmy Brennan, Fuller, of running. Um, Connor O'Donnell and Darrow will worked hard, and, and you couldn't fault any of the Donegal players for not working hard or, or not trying their best uh, they were exceptional on, on that front but just not enough of a scoring threat Paddy and uh, until we, until we uh, stop conceding as much as we are 120 is huge huge numbers to be conceding uh, and expect to win a game uh, so it's probably a bit of a worry for, for Paddy Carr and the management team but um, you know, a lot of work to be done Going to be a long season, isn't it, man? as the manager just get that. We we did all feel it beforehand. Well, it, could, it could be very
4: long, but it could be very short. Yeah, uh, long <laughs> mentally, <laughs> sh- <laughs> short maybe in terms of uh, how tangible maybe it is going to be. But look, it was a hammering against her own. Let, let's not sugarcoat it. A couple of weeks ago in Hayley Park and Oma, today. Whatever way you look at it, the scoreboard reads Monaghan one twenty, Donegal fifteen <laughs> points. Galway next, who at the moment are in the ascendancy against Tyrone. By the time maybe the podcast goes out tonight, there'll be a full time score in that one. And then like you make trips to Armagh, Mayo, who had such a brilliant win over Kerry, and then you finish up with Roscommon, who are flying at the moment.
2: Yeah, and I mean it could go down to that. Uh, it could go down. That tr- I don't. I don't think four points will keep you up but maybe it will go down that and that's why scoring differences is a huge, is a huge thing but I do the one difference I would see in, in this performance against Mona and even though we were well bit than the performance against Tyrone a few weeks ago was there was a lot more life in Donegal there was a lot more energy and there was there was a greater enthusiasm about the way we played the game we moved the ball quickly at times but we yet we were struggling we are struggling up front um, and the loss of McBerty Probably wouldn't have been seen as much today, but when we get into tighter games, that bit of experience, that bit of class that that Paddy holds, you know. And I mean, we we have to forget this is the era without the great Michael Murphy, and and we're certainly seeing that for the first time in places like this because we had nobody to take control of the game when Monaghan were on the front foot, nobody to slow it down, nobody to make it hard for them, and that bit of experience that that Murphy and and those players Neil McGee brought. You know we're we're struggling to find at the minute. Yeah, there's no
4: doubt about that. Plenty of Monaghan supporters out on the pitch. Can I just ask you, Manus? We will have more in this in in the midweek podcast with Conor Breslin and myself as we preview the Armagh game. We're talking maybe more at length about the academy thing, but there's loads of noise and loads of problems off the pitch at the moment as well, Manus. Let's not sugar-coated. Things are not good in Donegal. No people will say, well, you're, that's a bit of sensationalism or that, but th- that
2: academy thing needs to get sorted as well. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm like many people, I'm looking from the outside. I don't know the internal wrangles that goes on, but um, the county board are in charge and they need to take charge of the situation. Uh, they need to sort it out. We can't let uh, all the good work that has been done uh, by, Carl and many others uh, within that go to loss in the next couple of next couple of months. So somebody has to make a decision and to make it fairly quickly, and they've they have to put good people back in charge of it and get the thing going again. Yes, things are not good, but if you don't take charge of the situation, the county board that's what they're that's what they're elected to do. They need to. To, to get over this, get the right people around the table and get talking and get the things sorted. Yeah, and as I said, we don't know the ins and outs so we can't go and do it too much but you can't have internal struggles or egos or whatever
4: it is stopping it and okay, there's a million different arguments about cost and everything but the reality is if it is about cost and we suspect it is, look, that's just the nature of the beast in 2023, that money I would imagine is still going to be spent somewhere else Like, and I am led to believe and I know you know, you talk about it at length, it wasn't just about the academy, it was about, there were other stuff, there was a lot of positives coming out of it, they were running courses, they were helping young lads off the pitch, but their studies in that as well, it just needs to get sorted, we need to get good leadership now he, moving he, forward, or we will fall behind, Like we haven't got good structures in school football, it's just the way the demographics of the county are, people are saying, do we need an academy? I think we do in Donegal, and that's not pushing an agenda, the agenda I would have is yes, for Donegal
2: football to be going in a healthier position. Yeah, well I think that's the agenda that we all would push, Paddy um again I'll, I'll go back to I'm, I'm not you know up to date on on what's happening why why all the coaches and carl walked away um but somebody needs to take a hold of it and they need to take a hold of it very quickly yes in 2023 you need an economy and you need things structured in a way that is progressive and to the nature of the game as it is now not as it was in the past um There's a lot of good people, they've done a lot of huge work and they've walked away and there's something not right about them walking away after the work and the commitment they've given for those number of years.
4: Okay, the dust has settled. Monaghan, one goal and 20 points. Donegal, 15 points. Delighted to say I'm joined by Monaghan's Desi Moan and former... Very player, Conleth Gilligan, former Kilku manager, Ireland winning coach as well. Thanks, lads. Conleth, just quickly to you first. You're a neutral
0: observer here. What did you make of it? Yeah, look, I thought it was a very good game. Uh, very cagey in the first half. There was a lot at stake, because obviously whoever lost this game was going to be in big trouble. Um, but I thought 10 minutes into the second half that Donegal were going to win the game on Lange kicked the point. I thought, yeah, that was it. Conor O'Donnell hits the crossbar they still only luck one winner, but from that, it was incredible from a Monaghan perspective. Like, Monaghan 15 shots in the second half and scored 113 with only Jones kicking one wide. So the level of consistency and ruthlessness up front compared to Donegal in that second half was really the difference because Donegal had as many shots in the second half as Monaghan, but they just didn't get enough of a return. Talking to you before the game, Desi and all
4: the Monaghan supporters and Sean McCaffrey and many Monaghan, you know, just massive supporters and that and... Everybody was pessimistic from the Donegal and Monaghan point of view coming into this one. I think we were actually won that battle a little more so, and that's how it turned out. But were you surprised at
1: the margin of victory in the end? Probably after the carry match, probably Monaghan people were thinking, where is this Monaghan squad going to go this year? But again, like the, the, the Munhun Manus, they're giving the young boys chances and sometimes you just have to play without the likes of Darren Hughes and the Conrad Maness and the Carla Connors of these words and see how these lads get on and they did do well in the first two matches. But probably just the second half in the both matches they just didn't see it out well. But again, today, in the second half, today, they're really up their ante in the second half. They probably learned from the last two matches um, coming from them two matches that you no, know, they need to do better in the second half and that's what they did. And then the introduction of Sean Jones, Con- McManus coming in, Darn Q starting from the from the front. You can see there Darn Q's just round the middle there, he's getting his hands in, he's punching ball back in towards Donegal defence, and you can see there he cut out a couple of uh Donegal chances, goal chance as well. And that's probably what Monaghan were missing there. And when players see that there when the young lads see that there of the team and all the players, mm. you no know, other players start to the riser their game and you can see that from Stephen O'Han he's been very consistent there with the last three matches there, and he in the second half his display was very good he's dangerous on the ball I know from club football when he's one on one with a player he's very dangerous and he's hard to handle Were you surprised at Donegal overall though? Donegal Probably in the second half, Morning just seemed that wee bit fitter, wee bit wee bit fresher. Donegal were playing that defensive game in the first half and they probably couldn't sustain it in, in the second half. Now, when I thought when Donegal went two points up, I said Morning really, really need to dig in here and change it around. And lucky enough, Morning had done that. And then just Donegal our bench was a lot better coming off Donegal just probably didn't have the bench I know Luke McGlynn there, he's only 18 years of he's very young I, was, I seen him last year playing for his school and, and on the 19th final against Claude Storch and I thought he was very impressive but we had the likes of Connor McManus and Sean Jones coming on and that's, that's like Sean Jones is 21 again Connor McManus is in his 30s there. that's a huge difference that's a lot of experience there coming in off the bench and Carl And I think that was a big difference in the second half of that match our bench was a, was a lot better than the Donegal bench It's not easy and I'll on a second, Conlith, because I know you need to go, Desi. final one to you,
4: though. Monon are trying something different. It's a new management team. You know all about mm. it at Club and County, and you know, working with the fellow Stephen O'Mara on a different podcast at the moment. He said Monon are now trying the quick transition and maybe the bore fruit, maybe in previous generations, particularly under Malachi, when One was maybe the more traditional, conventional, Ulster style place. Well, it probably will take Vinnie Corey time.
1: Yeah, I, I, listen, it's going to take some time. There's a wee bit of transition here. But again we we have forwards like I said, McManus Jones, Conor McCarthy, with Michal Banning in there, we've Steve Ronhan, we've Jack McCarn. That that's a very dangerous forward line. Now that's a lot of buys for like, even like the Donny Gall like who you gonna match up pair up with, who are gonna gonna match up with. That's a lot of problems for other teams. And that's exciting going forward from one end. but again. Munn is not going to get carried away. It was only two points, but it was an important... It was kind of like a mini-championship field there today. The sun was out, the sun was shining, there was a big crowd at the match, and it was a wee bit of excitement because of the last couple of games between Donegal and Mon. And they didn't really play that well in the last, in the last game. But today was a big two points from one and we have Ross Common next week and it kind of sets it up nicely and Kerry won uh, Donegal won their first game against Kerry and then they haven't picked up any points so the league's funny you could be up one week and you could be down the next week you know the thing with the league you could be flying one week and then the next week your energy levels is, is not as good and you have to you have to you have to think as well teams are tra- you have, there's that small gap now of the championship coming up and teams are training hard also so you're not always going to have that same energy level week in week out so it, that's why home advantage is very important for teams and they get their two points and lucky enough home advantage was massive there from one of them today Speaking of home I let you go home and you're you're absolutely right it's almost bipolar isn't
4: it one week you're winning the Sam Maguire and the next you're football's entering in a county would you go along with all of that
0: Conleth? Yeah look I think Desi's bang on I think uh, the introduction of the two subs coming off the bench to kicked one four Whereas Donegal's bench didn't kick any scores, and I think um, while both teams started to look more like what they will in the championship, it really was Monaghan who had that. They just looked a wee bit fresher, and you know you look at these games through the the prism of who wins, and the team that wins normally writes the history of how it went. Like I don't think Donegal just had as many problems um, as they've had in previous games especially this room game you know I think they've done a lot of things right it was just that ability to kick on you know Oisín Gyan had a great game but he kicked five, possibly six wides in a game where if he'd have kicked half of them at those stages, they'd have been well ahead. You know, and he played really well. But again, that's where the missed, the Paddy McBrearty's. you know, that's where the big miss comes with, with um, Paddy McBerty's and, and, you know, Michael Murphy and, you know, with all the injuries they had. But, they, you know, and Ryan McHugh as well. Like, they, they have a lot of players to come back if they can get them. You know, so I don't think all is lost. But where it comes towards championship now in the back end of the league, staying in Division 1 is really important however it's more so the fact that it's the form you have coming out of the end of the league into the championship because you don't have time you know Donegal won't have time to play challenge matches so whatever the form line is in the last game or two that will be what they have coming into the championship and it's very hard to turn form around for an Ulster championship game if that makes sense You've watched Donegal as much in the past couple of years nearly as much as I've watched them.
4: What are you really thinking about them, though? And I'm sure you're getting all the the stories and the anecdotes you're only across
0: the border there in Derry. But, well, are you seeing a big difference from even last year, Conleth? Yeah, I suppose. Look, every year over the last two or three, you're going into the championship, and it was a case of Donegal are a lot of people's favourites. And and every year they were. And and they've sort of fallen flat for the last number of years because the one thing they have is the very good footballers you know when you see Michael Langen coming in Owen Bang Yellaher you know Potter Morgan are as good and, uh, as anybody has anywhere in Ireland so like definitely they have underachieved a wee bit obviously the mood music coming out of Donegal as an outsider isn't good you know obviously with Ciara Lacey stepping away along with the academy coaches you know that's not great for morale Can I ask you
4: about that as a, as a football man as a coach as a manager as a former player without getting into this intricacies, because we don't fully know them till we get a statement. But what's your views of what you've kind of heard or
0: what's your view overall? Yeah, well, look, I suppose it'd be well known that Ciaro Lacey would be very well regarded in coaching circles um, and uh, in terms of his football knowledge. And the fact that he was there and he's able to assemble a group of 40 really good coaches, you know, and the Donegal Academy definitely was up there with with the best of what I think he was doing. So the fact that they all step away, look, there, there's a problem somewhere. There's a disconnect. And I think for Donegal football, you know that has to change and that has to improve you know added into that the fact that it took so long to get you know management in and things like that you know from the outside looking in as i say i'm not privy to any information but it just it just doesn't look great from from their point of view and again all those that bad feeling radiates out and you know speaking to a few Donegal people coming in here today there was that downbeat feeling and you know the likes of Paddy McBridey's injury now and stuff you know where Donegal need good news and needed wins you know it's just another defeat and you know it's just another week where they have to sort of endure that and from a player's point of view that does seep in and and you you know everybody talks and players talk about it's just noise but these boys have to go to work they have to meet their friends they have to go back to their their clubs and you know and it's hard to get away from that whenever things aren't going well you do live with it
4: creates a malaise in the county doesn't it finally pick your two teams to get relegated from Division 1 I know it's a horrible Uh, question
0: I suppose if you'd, if you'd asked me today, you know, Monaghan would have been going down for sure. Um, a Donegal win here today would maybe have enough to save them. Now you're looking at Monaghan, Tyrone and uh, Donegal now all on on two points, you know, so and then you've only got, you've Galway and Armagh on three Mio and own four and Roscommon on six. So, you know, look, really, I think Monaghan probably have a bit of momentum going into the next game. They've got Roscommon. Roscommon have six points which is probably going to be enough to say them, do Common travel to Armagh a wee bit soft and does that give, uh, sorry, does uh, Common travel to, to Monaghan a bit soft? Can Monaghan get the four points? Look, you know, I still think Monaghan's in a bit of trouble. I think Donegal are going to be in a wee bit of trouble um, and it comes down to the last couple of games and at, before that, it's more the farm going into the Championship that will be of more concern to other teams because Division 2 is so strong now. I don't think it's a massive problem for teams going down. They can rebuild in there and get up. Um, it hasn't done Derry any harm. So I think from that perspective, it's more getting a win or two going into the Championship is a big thing. And if it saves you in Division 1, that's an extra bonus. Conoreth Gilligan, thank you so
4: much for joining me here on the Donegal GAA podcast. OK, the final section here on the Donegal GAA podcast. Delighted to be joined by... Rattle McGillpit does only McGarvey before we start only yous were involved yesterday in the under twenties. Leo McLoon side going down to Sligo in the Leo Murphy Cup.
3: Yeah, we lost by four points, one twelve to, to not eleven in, in Ball of there yesterday. But uh, we're happy enough, no more than the week before, Paddy against Derry. Um we got a lot of players' game time in that and, and that's that's kinda of our plan for the for that competition this year and that, as I say, we've looked at something like maybe 25-26 players now in, in the this past two games, and we'll be doing the same against Mio me, me and that, and we're just, uh, we'll are just, be just looking to get ready for the Championship party at
4: the end of March. I was going on my next question was, it's the end of March, is it? Yeah,
3: twenty 29th of March against uh, Antrim party, and as I say, that's, that's what we're looking at this year, you know, as I say, we're trying to build a panel for, for that game and that, and look, we have five or six boys you know, still injured, still to come back and do it and that. So we're happy enough for the first maybe five, six weeks. And as I say, we have another maybe five, six weeks of the championship. And, and uh, that's that's what we're looking at.
4: Okay. And that's for another day. What about here? I then Ended up a thumping in the end only, didn't it? Probably did. Paddy, yeah, uh, I think Paddy Carr would have
3: been reasonably happy at, at, at half time, you know, and, and that being a point up, there probably could have been maybe two or three points up at that stage. and. You know, we came back we you know, we started the second half well, Michael Langan put us two points up 11-9, Monaghan came back to eleven eleven and then Jimmy Brennan had a great goal chance, you know, came off the crossbar and, and, and they had us for three for three points in a row. Then Paddy, you know, and you know, to be fair to Monahan they put on a, a series show in the second half, one fourteen. <laughs> In the, in, the, in the second half and that and you know, they got Jack McCarn started and Darren Hughes started and they were two big players for them. And Connor McManus came on and took two points. Tonnell came off the bench. But he Corey will be happy enough. They they, they had to the one Paddy, They knew that. We knew we, we, even when we were up here early today, we knew we knew that Monan had to get the two points today the and they they'll be happy with their days working. and don't you go. All look at how you, they'll, they'll just have to go t- down the road and, and, and get ready for no, Galway next it's week. It's
4: no forgiving division, we've said that, we've said that Manus and myself many times in commentary but I know we've only three games gone and the pessimist in me it's going to be a serious battle, they stay up now, isn't it? Just given the shape of the table, Arma, Armona, or Ruscommon, beg you. pardon, it's been a long day, moving on to six points because at the start of the year most neutral observers said it's going to be two of Ruscommon Monaghan and Donegal. Roscommon are not going to be relegated now. Cork are the only team ever to go down on six points in the ground 2018 since the reshuffle of the league. Roscommon are fine, they're looking the other way. Donegal, Monaghan now both on two points and Galway, then we're on our way to man. Home to Mayo, we saw what they done last night, so it's not shaping up too nice, is it?
3: Probably not Paddy, no, as you said yourself, I would have been looking at the at the league at the start, Donegal, Monaghan and, and Roscommon would have been, you'd have been picking two out of three there and that, and look, we got the, the victory the first day against Kerry and that, but, you know, losing, you know, two weeks ago to Tyrone, then coming here and getting bit, you know, next week's game against Galway is, is, is massive, I suppose, in letter Kenny, they, they got their victory today against Tyrone, you know, and that was without Damien Comer, Rob Finnerty and Shane Walsh. But, you know, in fairness to Patty them they haven't been dealt a, a very good hand either. You know, with Paddy, losing Patty McBrearty, you know, for today's game, it will be a help, you know, for us, Paddy, for Donegal people. It was great to see Oshin Gallen back, Michael Langan came back in, Owen Ban came back in. But it, it is going to be tough. Division 1, as everyone knows, is on for and that, and it is going to be a tough ask to stay up. But look at all they can do is get, get back onto it and choose tonight, Patty, and look forward to, to Galway next week and let the Kenny.
4: Paddy McBrady was named to start. I presume it was the same 25, 26 they put in last week, but as Jimmy McGee would say back in the day, every dog in the street knew he wasn't going to play today. Why name him? I mean, you're fooling nobody, I understand. I'm not privy to what goes on in management teams or that, but, like, he's never going to play. A couple of lads were messaging me this morning, McBrady started. And I was like, lads, I'll give you 500 euro each, and I don't have 500 euro when <laughs> <for McBerty laughs> plays, and we didn't see him here, so. Is there any point in this? Well, hey, look, it's probably... Was he here?
3: Yeah, I think I see him there, all right, Paddy, and, and, and fairness and that, but look, hey, that's that's up to the Donegal management team, you know, that's, that's the way they decided to do it and that, you know, probably we would have heard about Donegal, that he that he was going to be fit for the Sunday and that, but because sometimes, you know, you know, your teams are just put into a program, and that they probably they need it needs to be in by Tuesday and Wednesday, and it must be a case of people say just put in the the, the the same 26 as the last time, just to buy a bit of time, and that because there was a bit of changes. But look, what can you do? You know, like I say, it was it was good to see Oshin Gallen back. It's just a pity Oshin Gallen wasn't back alongside Paddy McPherty, and that, and there'll be and beside Jamie McBrennan, there'll be a, a nice full forward line for Donegal, but. What can we do? Look we just hope that maybe Patrick's injury is not as bad as we as we've been hearing, Paddy.
4: Yeah, we certainly wish Paddy well. Like it's very disappointing, day. It's, what's what's tough isn't it is I was talking to a number of former Donegal players here today, it's kinda now when we kinda get in trouble in the game but things just go oh, from really bad, 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 like doesn't it? It's we were in trouble there today when morning got their tails up and we just didn't have any response really.
3: Yeah, look at how
4: you, when you're playing away from home, Paddy, and,
3: and, and when the home team gets a run of you. And you hear it even yourself, you know, when Jamie Brennan shot at the crossbar there and and Monaghan got the break then off the crossbar and went up the field. You know, the road that went up on the stand, you know, helped them. to kick three points in a row. Conor McManus came on. He, he, got a, he got a big cheer when he came on. He was hardly on the field a minute till he got the mark and he kicked it over the bar. So coming away from home is, is tough going, you know we've ended up on the wrong side this past couple of years we've had four home games paddy you know this year we're only going to have three now we beat Kerry in our home game we've two more games left at home against Galway and Mayo and that's the games we need to target paddy i know it's not going to be easy but like i say going away from home in Division 1, it, it, it's, it's not easy. Even in any of the divisions, if you look at the scorelines and that, it, it's a big advantage. And like I say, Monaghan had the crowd today and they, they were fairly quiet up until that time. You know, as I said before, Donegal would have been happy enough, but just something happened, something stirred in the in, in the Monaghan crowd and, and and the players and that when, when that shot at the crossbar and that, and they got their tails up. And like I said, once they got a runner at us then, and, you know, it was hard for us to peg back, but it's not easy, Paddy, you know, you know they've established players, they in Division 1 a long time and, and all that, so, uh, like, it was last chance to for Monaghan, Paddy, and they had to win, and in fairness, they did.
4: And finally, we're going to finish on a positive, because everybody knows how grumpy I am. You've already alluded to it, Oshon Gallen, Michael Langham and old man Gallagher. Whatever else happens, it's just good to see those three back wearing Donegal jerseys. Uh, we still have obviously the queues out as well and hopefully we get Paddy McCrackie back at some stage.
3: Yeah, look at does, that's you've mentioned five huge players there for, for, for Donegal, Paddy, you know, and... Uh, look, at uh, that, was a, that was a positive getting them in, uh, onto the pitch. Paddy Morgan came on as a sub, I know he's, he's based maybe in England and, and that, but another player to get back in because they, they would be experienced lads, Paddy, that we need back. You know, the Keelan McColgans, Johnny McGrady came on as a sub there. You know, Mark Curran has only played a couple of games in that, you know, it's... it's, it's, it's
4: Darrell has done well so far.
3: That, oh, Wheel has done well, I mentioned that in, in, in commentary in that he, he was given the number 11 jersey the first day in the McKenna Cup game and and, he, and he's played really well since, you know, he's getting a good run of it in that, but, you know... He's actually been one
4: of our best players for me, I was talking about before the game, Be has been very good in all the games, even against throne when we got hammered, he carried it a lot, his distribution was good, so that's a positive. That that that's
3: a positive as well, and and look at we need the, the players that you mentioned there. We need Michael Langan, we need Owen Mann, we need Ashin Ganley. Players other counties couldn't do with them, out them players, and we we certainly can. not Hopefully, Ryan right, McHugh might be back. Hopefully, Paddy Paddy Paddy, Paddy as well. Like I say, that's a 3rd year team, you know, to come. and I'm sure we're we leaving other, other other lads out as well, Paddy. So whether we'll have them back in time for the league games, I think we we we'll two more games and two weekends. We have Galway and Mayo. Whether we have boys back. Enough for the league campaign, I don't know, but you know, we'll probably Paddy Carr will be hoping they will, but that's 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 a big ask, probably. You know what I mean? And like I say, the game the games are coming thick and fast, and it's, it's not easy in Division One. Like I say, Galway next week, and probably Tony Galler and much one territory Paddy.
4: I'm on my best mate's stag party in Kilkenny next Sunday night, the next weekend rather, so I'm actually going to miss the Galway game, so no podcast. Will you text me the score? No bother, party, I'll text you. Half 12, kick right off. A lot,
3: a lot. I'll not bring you too early, Paddy, as I say, it's a half-twelve kickoff on, on Sunday morning, so we, we won't get you there, but I'll, I'll drop you a text at two o'clock.
4: I must unblock your number, first, Tony Garvey of Radio New World, also part of the Johnny Gall under-20 management scene. As I said, no podcast next Sunday night, but Conor Breslin and myself will be back midweek to preview that Johnny Gall when they host the All-Ireland finalists, Galway, that one in O'Donnell Park in Letterkenny, Conor and myself will also be discussing the Academy a fiasco in more detail. A big shout out to Manus Boyle who's with me on CoCom today and of course stayed on with me uh, for the production of this God GAA podcast and finishing up there with only McGarvey and Sandwich in between that. A big shout out to Desi Moan and Conlet Gilligan. Big shout out to you our listeners. Tune in in our Big numbers, and finally to Austin O'Callaghan on production. As I said, Connor and myself will be back midweek. So that's it for this Sunday edition of the Donegal GAA podcast. Bye for now. Stay safe, and we will talk to you in a couple of days.
2: Ocean
1: FM. Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Loughy Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samson and Daikon, air-to-water heat pumps, and all your renewable needs. And sponsors of the Donegal GAA podcast.